guys, you're listening to Millennials at the Movies. I'm Amy. And I'm Novi. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. And you know what? Thanksgiving does not get enough love. There are no special songs about it, and people just skip right from Halloween directly to Christmas and just completely ignore Thanksgiving altogether. But it's my favorite holiday, which is why I insisted on doing this special episode. Yeah, and we are doing two of our favorite potentially themed properties stick around to the end of the review for thanks killing we'll put a timestamp in the description if you just want to skip there but i wouldn't because we're starting off with an episode of bob's burgers called dawn of the pet according to hulu while bob is boycotting the holiday linda and the kids spend thanksgiving at the first annual fish odor turktacular turkey town festival however a wild bird attack leads to total mayhem it's streaming on hulu There are no Rotten Tomatoes scores for the individual episode, but critics give the entire series a 91 and audiences give it an 89. Ooh. Hey, go critics. I'm glad the critics are at least, you know, smart about TV shows. (laughs) And I know you love Bob's Burgers. I've seen maybe 10 episodes of it like two years ago. So this will be new for me. (laughs) And I have seen literally every single episode more than once. So yeah, we're on very, very different ends of the spectrum the right word I guess <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah choosing my I won't even say my favorite to Thanksgiving episode for Bob's Burgers but one Thanksgiving episode that was tough for me to do because again Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday and Bob's Burgers is one of my favorite shows so um but this one is a lot of fun I mean the title of the little festival that they have going is just already at least to me amazing try saying Turktacular Turkey Town Festival and Turkey Trot 10 times fast <laughs> or three times I guess 10 is too many <laughs> I enjoy that it's also like on the banner I know in the like episode description they don't say the the ending of it but on the banner it also says Turkey Trot because yeah, why not add a few more T ter- words to the mix um but yeah we um for anybody else who's not a Bob's Burgers fan and if it isn't clear in the episode which I'm sure it is um Bob also loves Thanksgiving very very much and cooking Thanksgiving dinner is one of his absolute favorite things to do in life um and we start off with everybody kind of abandoning him to go to this festival um and, you know, he's totally fine with it. He's not mad. You guys go. I get a break. Me and the turkey baster get a break. It's fine. We're so happy about that. So passive aggressive. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised he's even off. Most restauranters work the holiday and there's so much great inspiration for a holiday themed hamburger. Well, I think in the show anytime. That's true, though. Damn, we missed the opportunity here. But I think anytime the town they live in does anything like a festival or something like that. Um, because they're going to be on like the pier or whatever, and those businesses are going to get all of the, um, I guess the hungry, crazy people, um, the, ever, all the restaurants kind of just shut down. I feel like they've done that in a few episodes, but yeah, you're right. It could have been awesome to have a turkey special, um, burger name and he missed that opportunity, but he was mad. He was mad. I don't think he was going to open his restaurant and serve burgers angrily. Not that he hasn't done it in the past. 
<laughs> my problem with him were that his motivations made total sense, but he came off as such a passive aggressive butthole about it that I was not on his side anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm always on Bob's side. Always. I'm always on anybody's side. Favorite. No, he was my most favorite in this episode. Of course. <laughs> well, okay, I'm honestly he loves Thanksgiving, so any Thanksgiving episode, I, Bob's probably going to end up winning um, favorite, but especially in this one. Um, there was a lot, and we'll get to it because it comes later on in the episode, but there are a lot of reasons why I love Bob in this one specifically. But of course we'll you hate him. there, mm-hmm. but my favorite <laughs> quote happens before they all even leave the house. Oh, okay, good. Then I won't steal it. <laughs> oh, lovely, because uh, I only have one. Oh, I've got like um, 15, so we're good. <laughs> after his big passive-aggressive speech about how they can go if they just want to abandon him, and he'll just <laughs> be alone, the kids all leave, and it's a perfect way to introduce me, a non-fan, to their characters. Mm. Gene, as he's walking out the door, says, don't start a brothel while we're gone. Just kidding, you can Tina goes, and no making a fort out of the couch cushions. Just kidding, you can. And then Louise follows them and says, but don't turn that fort into a brothel. Just kidding, you can. I mean, it's illegal, but... <laughs> yep. That's that's really true. I didn't even realize that. But yeah, that's the characters. In, oh, no, I can't say nutshell with you. This is the second time I've had to stop myself. But it is Maybe a good... Maybe you should expand your vocabulary. I should. Badass and nutshell. That's all I've got. That's it. Um, but yeah, it's a good um, introduction to the characters. It's really true to the kinds of idiots they are. <laughs> Lovable idiots, but still idiots. Um, uh, we're also introduced to the Fish Odor brothers, Mr. F- Fish Odor and Felix. And in a very, very fun way, at least I think. Um, I will say this, I think especially Mr. Fishoder because he's in a lot of the episodes, you will either love him or hate him in any given episode. And they I think both my favorite. Oh, of course, because Mr. Fishoder was my least favorite. So they were both so cartoonishly evil and I found it delightful. <laughs> yeah, I love that two different times they get caught having this what they think is a private conversation about how p- people have died and there are killer birds on the loose and all that kind of stuff. And like, it's the dumbest thing ever because they just get caught and they realize it and they go oh haha that again cool (laughs) and it's just wonderful but it's not like I hated him like I said I think you can either love or hate him but in this one I just feel like uh, he's been better I guess that's not a fair way to judge this but I couldn't choose anybody else as a least favorite so I was just like "Mm, you didn't do anything for me whereas Felix I thought was the funnier one in this episode between the two of them yeah, and I can't prove if he ever has or hasn't done anything better, so... That's true. So for you, this is as good as it gets. <laughs> I enjoyed that Linda was such a bitch immediately. Uh-huh. When they get to the turkey trot, she's talking to someone called Teddy, who I assume she knows. hmm And... She says that them staying home with Bob would have just been them sitting around on the couch all day waiting for food. And I felt her in that moment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she's not wrong. 
she um te- okay a couple of things first yeah like when if one person's cooking thanksgiving dinner and especially if they're the kind of person where it's like no don't touch anything because you're gonna ruin everything then there's no need for anybody else to stick around and wait like they can just come when food is ready that's fine you know um but yes teddy is a regular at their uh burger joint and um i enjoy teddy always he is always the dumb loyal puppy dog character in every single episode basically and he loves this family so freaking much i think i go between him thinking he wants linda like in this episode where he said we have we don't have to start repopulating yet but you know soon after five minutes of them being (laughs) you know attacked by birds um and him wanting bob because almost always he is like all about bob so i don't know maybe he wants some what about bob oh no don't do that <laughs> dang it <laughs> but yeah teddy teddy is lovable um and stupid and i think that's yeah. a good description <laughs> that makes one of the jokes from later on better though because after the poultry were let out and immediately attacked it's like that escalated quickly <laughs> uh-huh he saves Linda, and when she wakes up, he yells in her face, Linda, it's me, Teddy, from your town. And I'm like, that's really funny if they know each other. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, like, she's forgotten who he is. And uh, what I think what my favorite thing is, is, like, if somebody has a moment like that where you might feel like you need to explain to them who you are or, like, see if they're okay and if their memory's fucked, like, if they hit their head or something like that, you know, that say his decision on helping her remember who he is is i'm teddy from your town that's who you are teddy from your town not teddy who's in your restaurant all the time teddy your husband's best friend although bob would argue against that i'm sure um but yeah he's that's why it was hard for me to tell if that was supposed to be funny or not <laughs> yeah i wasn't sure if it was true <laughs> oh i'm realizing what a what a joy this has been for you this episode with as little as you know which i will mention two other characters which i'm sure you um or like okay sure about mickey is a returning character he's been in a few episodes he, i'm not going to go into his whole backstory or whatever but he's another one of those like knows the family well kind of characters you can you can tell that that's pretty obvious i think um but oh, i love that guy yeah he was hilarious i felt like you i i'm surprised you didn't choose him as your favorite character because he abandons the kids when there are birds attacking them and goes to hide in the stuffed animals <laughs> yeah and he's like, no, I'm good. I'm comfortable here. I feel safe. I'm like, okay. The thing I loved most about him is they were trying to decide why the turkeys were attacking. Mm-hmm. Linda thinks it's because they rejected Thanksgiving. <laughs> Teddy thinks it's because of the turkey pecking order. Mm-hmm. And Mickey, immediately after I had the thought, is like, no, it's because we're murdering all the turkeys. <laughs> yep. And they're mad at us for it. It's like, that actually makes sense. It's not because we're not murdering enough turkeys, lady. (laughs) And I'm not even a vegetarian, but if the turkeys are coming after us, we know it's not because they want us to kill them faster. (laughs) No, definitely not. Which actually, you said vegetarian, and that will bring me directly to one of my favorite most minor characters that we see, I think. Not in this episode specifically, just in general. Speedo Guy. I don't know if he has a name, I'll be honest. I feel like if he had one, I would know, but I don't think he does. Um, Speedo guy on the skates. 
as he's being attacked by one of the birds, he yells, but I'm a vegan. And I love that so much. Just as like somebody in passing, you know, that's, he always has those great little one-liners like that that just make me crack up. Um, that was funny. <clears throat> I will say, Mr. Fishoder did have a really good line. Um, <laughs> so the when they're they've closed down the pier and uh, what do you call it? The newscaster people are there talking to them about what was going on, and they're both the fish owners are trying to say like, no, no, it wasn't that big a deal. It was fine. Everyone got out safely, and all this stuff. There is a guy that shows up and is like, oh my god, it was crazy. Look what they did to my eye, and blah blah blah. Mister Fishoder pushes him away, and he says, that man is clearly insane. You saw his outfit. I'm like, what? Okay, but it's rich man talk, I guess. <laughs> That was my favorite scene in the whole show. <laughs> it was great. And then the camera, they think the camera's off and they're just having that little conversation, you know. And I, I enjoy that they point it out, that they're like, oh, wow, that's the second time that happened now. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, they left the kids on the ride. Uh, I don't know what it was called, but I'm calling it the scrambler because it looks like fried eggs being tossed around in a pan. Yeah, the scramble pan. So realistically small town. Yeah, you, you're you pretty much right there. They call it the scramble pan. <laughs> Good, I could write for this show. <laughs> Great. But yeah, they left them on there. Well, okay, they didn't. Mickey did. It was Mickey True. who did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um... Luis, I think, is my favorite during that whole ride. Like, every time there's a scene of them on the ride, because they're trying to escape. And she tries to get the twins, Andy and Ollie, to do it first. And clearly, they fail, as always, because they aren't really capable of much of anything, except loving each other and being loyal to each other, which is adorable. Um, But then Luis tries, and she thinks she's getting somewhere, and then she ends up back into this in the same, I guess, eggshell. Is that what they're in? Is it eggshells or is it eggs? It's a fried egg. It's a fried egg. Okay. there She falls back into the same fried egg and she says, we're going to die like we were born, spinning around in an egg. And I enjoy that. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I think in general, she was the only one of any of the kids that I was really entertained by. Oh. I enjoyed the snark. Yeah. I always knew, like when I first started watching the show, I was like, oh, no, we needs to see this just so she can see Louise. And I'm sure I've sent you many things that I was like, you can relate to this. <laughs> yeah, but especially I think that situation suited her best because Tina is very low energy and Jean was also there. <laughs> oh, Jean had my favorite line in the episode. Actually, Gene tends to have my favorite lines. He had multiple lines in this one that I really enjoyed. Um, one of them wasn't even a big one, but when they get there and they're trying to get the kids off the ride or before they try to get the kids off the ride, um, uh, Luis sees Linda who yells for the kids and she, she goes, hey, hey, wait, is that mom? And Jean says, yes. And she said my name first. And that's not my favorite line, but I adore how much Jean loves Linda and how important it is to him to be mommy's favorite, basically. And that's a continuing character thing. So uh, like, I don't know if that was something that was obvious or if you even like noticed that he said that. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember him saying multiple lines in the thing. I think he talked four times and I'm sure it happened more, but I don't remember any of it. 
Yeah, he had a, a few lines that I liked. It wasn't a very Gene-heavy episode, which I find sad, actually. But because I think in general, he might be my favorite character. But um, I did enjoy that when they finally reunited everyone but Bob, who was having his own romantic saga with the turkey baster at home. <laughs> Take that how you will. Gene came to the realization it was time to abandon his family. And he gives his little speech about it. And then Tina calmly says, I'll miss you. It was adorable. <laughs> yeah, um, that I'm going to have to tell you what Jean says there when she when he's going to leave, because I think that's my absolute favorite. Although I have a lot of favorite quotes of his. But he says, well, I've decided to go join the birds. I eat lots of bread already and I'm tired of fighting. Goodbye. And that was my favorite quote from the whole episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, hey, it makes sense if you like bread a lot. Go be with be, be one with the birds. Maybe people will start throwing breadcrumbs at you so you can eat. Also, free bread. don't feed birds bread. It's not good for them. Oh, I didn't even know that. No. Okay, it, but it expands in their stomachs. Oh, well, feed Gene as a bird bread. I guess he doesn't end up becoming a bird though. Poor him. He has to go back to his family. Um, I do enjoy yes, that. And what a family they <laughs> Hey, they're amazing. Um. I enjoy that the, as the adults are trying to get on the scramble pan to save the kids' lives, to like put, hit the little, I think it's a drunk operator emergency shutoff switch or something they say. Um, but I love that, first of all, that Mickey tries to go on there and he says, okay, here I go, just like turning off a bicycle and okay, whatever that means. Um, but then he falls and he says, holy moly, this thing cannot be safe for children. And Louise says, but you adults seem to be doing really well with it. And I love that all three of them fall and are immediately so dizzy and feel like they're going to vomit. And the kids have been on it for like an hour. <laughs> it's great. Kids are yeah. better at life than we are, I think. <laughs> well, you would think if it was made for drunk operators, then uh, it'd be way easier for drunk people. But... <laughs> I'd like to see a drunk person try. That would be enjoyable for me. Um, there's also another character. I feel like you probably figured this out about him, but regular-sized Rudy, who has asthma and isn't a big risk-taker and is kind of scared of everything in life, um, is a badass in this episode. And yes, I had to go back to my word for it. But Linda tries to throw all... I think nine of her water bottles or 10 of her water bottles, whatever it is, and misses with every single one and is going to miss with the last one too, except Rudy jumps up, catches it in the air and slams it down on the switch. And I was like, yes, Rudy. And it made me proud of him. <laughs> oh, I had no emotional connection with him. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, it's the Ralph Wiggum kid. <laughs> I do enjoy that. I do enjoy that you're comparing him to Ralph Wiggum because yeah, I see it. <laughs> Do, okay, Donna Summer. Can we talk about Bob's love for Donna Summer yet? Oh, don't we all love Donna Summer? I don't know. I don't know if I do. I couldn't name a Donna Summer song off the top of my head. Um, I can't even name the one that they choose for the show. But Bob getting drunk and dancing and singing to Donna Summer in his ripped sweats is my favorite thing. And then that, lead, that leading to him going to get a, I think he's trying to get a wine bottle opener, if I'm not mistaken. And he sees the turkey baster and he has this huge dramatic scene with the violin music in the background. It, it's, it's so Bob, 
it's one of my favorite things they do with Bob where they make him like talk to his food or his cooking utensils or whatever. They do that a lot. And it's the perfect amount of insane that I enjoy out of a character. Uh, well, as a cartoon character, I'll say. Um, and it's so, so good in this. And yes, he has a romantic relationship with that turkey baster. And I don't care what that means specifically or in like in detail. I don't want to know. But he loves that turkey baster, damn it. <laughs> Honestly, I would rather watch that turkey baster love him than any of the rest of his scenes in this entire show. <laughs> I really didn't like it. Mm. I didn't like the Donna Summers high-in. I think it was supposed to be funny, but it didn't really make sense with the ducks and the turkey and the geese. It didn't make sense with Bob. Yeah. And then... The turkey baster thing was funny a little, but it was mostly just weird and I didn't love it. <laughs> I think that's another one of those, like, if you watch the show, you know that Bob does that kind of thing a lot. And he is very dramatic with his, again, you cooking utensils or his food or kind of Which anything, I'd say. might I, be why I never watched too much of the show <laughs> i might have seen him do that once then go oh this is someone else's humor i get it <laughs> yeah mine exactly <laughs> yeah i uh i enjoyed that i i also enjoyed that he stops to like wipe the snot off his nose and stops to mention how it's so much snot um because that's also very bob um it i think Sometimes for shows like this, like I'll say Family Guy, for example, when they go somewhere with a joke, they sometimes like they take it. Sometimes they take it just far enough. Even Family Guy does. And sometimes it just goes on for so long and you're like, OK, I'm done. Move on to the next scene. And I don't feel like this scene did that. But then I am very biased in this entire <laughs> review because, it, like I said, I love Bob's Burgers. So to me, it felt like the right amount. I don't think it went on too long, but I wasn't entertained by it either mm. so yeah like I don't I think all of the Bob scenes went on too long mm. everyone else had something going on that I was interested in except him mm. that's fair you don't love Thanksgiving like me and Bob okay you just don't get it <laughs> but he loves Thanksgiving so much that he decides while drunk to go out <laughs> in the turkey hailstrom mm. to get some food from the grocery store so he can make Thanksgiving dinner for his family, you know, because you can cook a frozen turkey that fast. Yeah, why not? Wait, before you go into the store, though, his note that he leaves went to store real quick. Love forever, Bob. Beautiful. Not doesn't sound drunk at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they get home to find that Bob is already gone and Tina very dryly going, Dad, if you're hiding, that's fun. <laughs> I kind of loved. <laughs> yeah. But he was not hiding. He was going to the grocery store yeah. thinking that all of the turkey carnage he was seeing was just the fact that he was a little more drunk than he thought he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not a real thing that's happening, obviously, as he's holding the frozen turkey and seeing a real life turkey i enjoy that he asks it like what it's doing here or something like he has this whole conversation like oh uh hey you're a real turkey uh th this is like this when i found it or whatever and then like hey wait what are you doing here because <laughs> yeah, that's what like, you ask oh, a turkey. definitely you know he spoke to a turkey baster at least the turkey has some kind of sentience that's true that's not the craziest thing that he has spoken to 
The turkey baster was talking back to him. Just because we couldn't hear it doesn't mean it wasn't happening. <laughs> uh, I'm worried about you. <laughs> yes, good. <laughs> I've succeeded. Um, but yeah, he, he decides to buy an entire Thanksgiving dinner and the family decide to go, obviously, rescue him from the store. Um, and a couple of great things happen because there's the whole um, giving the birds the bird scene before they even go there. That was really enjoyable because I love that it is very true. Like when you're a kid, you don't understand what flipping someone off is. Honestly, I'm an adult and I don't understand what flipping somebody off is, like why that feels how it feels. But it does. Look at my finger. Yeah, like, look at this, not the other fingers, don't you dare look at the other ones, look at this one, damn it. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that's a Dane Cook joke, we're cancelled. Oh, dang it. That You started it, I think, right? <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, Louis saying it's so insulting is just, I, I just felt that on a deep level, because I'm like, why? Why is it so insulting? I don't know, but it really is, and it's so enjoyable. Well, swearing in general is only insulting because we decided it's insulting. Fuck means nothing. We created it. We made it mean something. And then we started saying it that way. Mm. If you started to say turkey baster like an insult in 10 years, <laughs> it would be the such a take turkey. Ah, I can't. <laughs> Damn it. I tried so hard and I just tripped over all of those words. I tried to insult you. Your mom is a turkey baster, bitch. Damn. I suck. But you know what? You brought up a really deep point, and we don't have time because we have another thing to review in this, but all words mean nothing. We just gave them meanings and just decided to go with it. And by we, I mean probably some white men. <laughs> anyway. Wrong podcast. <laughs> Let's never have that podcast. Um, but I also enjoy that they ask if Rudy is sure he doesn't want to be dropped off at home when they're going to go save Bob. And he says that he wants to see how this one ends. And Louise says, oh, sweet, Rudy, you probably won't live to see the end. She's such a bitch. Like, that's her friend. I know you don't know that, but that is her friend. Like, they are the same age. They are actual friends. And I love that. <laughs> Well, yeah, but he still doesn't say, oh, in that case, I'd like to go home. No, he says, oh. <laughs> See, tough. I maybe I'm not giving Rudy enough credit ever, except in this or episode. Or he's just suicidal and goes, "Let's see how this works." <laughs> if he, if he's friends with the crazy one, then maybe he's just courting disaster. Mm. Okay, now I want a spinoff of Rudy just being just a mess, just being the most like fucked up person ever, but. That's a whole other podcast, too. Uh, but yeah, they go save um, Bob at the grocery store, and Linda becomes the queen of turkeys, I guess, because, you know, Teddy was right of all of the people, and it was a messed up pecking order. So she pecks all of her children and her husband and Teddy, uh, and then all of the birds. Oh, no, actually, just one of the birds. My mistake. <laughs> well, yeah, but you don't have to punch all of the birds. You just have to punch the toughest birds. So then they go, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then in that case, That's I think... Movie logic. 
Well, what's great about that, though, is that she, like, she only headbutts one of the turkeys, right? Like you said, like, the the one that is the toughest one, the alpha turkey, and becomes then the alpha turkey. But before that, she decides to headbutt all of her family. <laughs> it's like, I don't think you had to do all of that. <laughs> but maybe it was fun. Maybe as a mom, sometimes you just want to headbutt your kids. Yeah, like, I, I'm a good woman. I could never hit my children. Oh, God, yes, I finally <laughs> have an excuse. Bang! <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, so she becomes Queen Turkey, I guess. Um, And then they get home, and Bob has cooked an entire Thanksgiving dinner because, fuck your logic, this is a cartoon. But then nobody wants to eat it because, according to Mickey the smell of the turkeys are still inside of his mind nose, which I want to use all of the time. That was good. Yeah. And then Linda says that he can, she'll make some spaghetti and Rudy can't have spaghetti, of course, because, you know, allergies and all that, and says he will have a bowl of sauce. And Linda says, I'll make sauce. And I'm like, that's great. I love that. See, that's Thanksgiving, that you're like, okay, this child who isn't even mine is just fucked up in so many ways I'm not even going to question it here is a bowl of sauce (laughs) yeah but yeah I I don't know if you had anything else to say but I do love every time they have the credits they well not every time I don't think they don't they always have them dancing to the music but they always have something that they do um in the credits that you can like usually I skip credits you know but with Bob's Burgers I like watching them yeah, I thought that was super cute. I thought it might have just been this episode because they got the rights to Donna Summer somehow. Mm. No, yeah, they, well, usually what they do is they have their own, and I own one of the soundtracks they've released already. And so, like, they write their own songs because, <laughs> um, of course, they do. And then usually they'll have that one playing in the background um, or the foreground, I guess, sometimes if they're singing to it. Oh, well, I'm glad they didn't do that because I thought this was cute. Yeah, it was cute. I liked it. Yeah, and it's nothing against the voice cast. A lot of these people are actually great, but... Yeah. They are. Um, I was surprised to find out that some of the voices are male when they're female characters, and that was fun for me. <laughs> are you ready for final ratings? I am. No, I'm not, but I am. Go ahead. I gave this episode a 70. Oh, I'm excited! Yay! Happy me! I think the kids had all of my favorite moments from the episode and most of my least favorite moments. (laughs) Um, I appreciated some parts of it and some of them I appreciate more now that you're filling in some gaps for me. But overall, this isn't really the kind of humor that appeals to me. Yeah, but a 70 is still more than I was expecting, so I'm happy. Well, yeah, it had technical merit. It just wasn't for me. Yeah. Oh, look at you being fair and giving it a real rating. I gave it 100%. This is a serious podcast. Oh, fuck oh, that shit. God, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, will, I, I think there's maybe like two episodes in all of the like, I don't even know how many seasons there are now, like nine or so. Um, in all of the seasons, in all of the episodes, I think there are only two Bob's Burgers episodes that I wouldn't give 100% to. But I've literally watched, <laughs> I'm not joking when I say this, I've seen every single episode more than once. Except for the newer ones, obviously, um, because they're just being released. (laughs) But I've seen all of them more than once. And the first probably five seasons, I've probably seen every single episode multiple times. With the exception of those, like, two episodes. 
And I'm just guessing too. I can think of one, but I'm just guessing that there's at least one other. So yeah, 100%, damn it. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you got to share it with me. I'm glad I got to force you to watch it. I will find a way to make you watch another one. And speaking of forcing people to watch things, this would usually be the part where we'd be telling you what we're covering next week. But Thanksgiving's not over yet. And we're going to cover one more festive holiday movie. And you do recall I said this is a very serious movie (laughs) podcast. So we're covering Thanksgiving. (laughs) According to Google Movies, a homicidal turkey axes off college kids during Thanksgiving break. Yes, that's the whole synopsis. (laughs) It's streaming on Prime Video, Voodoo, Tubi, and the Roku channel. On Rotten Tomatoes, the audience gave it a 43, and not enough critics rated it to compile a score. <laughs> this is my favorite intro to a movie or whatever that we've ever had. It was so good. Oh, man. The DVD cover looks like a Goosebumps book, not one of, like, the original great Tim Jacobus ones, one of the cheesy recovers where it's just, like, a monster going, ha! Hey. <laughs> Well, okay, so, yeah, you forced me to watch this movie, and already, obviously, title alone, I was like, the fuck? And then there was a tit in my face immediately, so I was like, fuck you, Novi, fuck you, because I hate that, I just hate that, we've talked about this many times, but I am, I, I will say this, this might give away a little bit of my final rating, maybe, kind of, sort of, I was so glad I watched the whole thing at the end of it. I didn't know anything about this movie other than the fact that it was called Thanksgiving and there was a turkey and gobble gobble motherfucker. <laughs> so I was very surprised when we started out in 1621, mm-hmm. described as the olden days, yes. oh. with a talking murder turkey mm-hmm. who, against common sense, is an axe murder turkey and not a beak murder turkey. <laughs> well, Okay, I should have known better. I know I should have, but I didn't know what the hell I was getting into at all with this movie because I know you and I had talked about it anyway of like, don't spoiler anything for yourself. Don't even watch the trailer. Just watch the movie. And so I did. Um, When we see the turkey for the first time, I thought it was a dinosaur. (laughs) The face of it looked like a dinosaur. And then once they like, showed us a zoomed away shot of it i was like oh it's a turkey that makes more sense because <laughs> i was so confused i was like why are there dinosaurs in this movie uh, and i'm glad that there you weren't. figure out very quickly based on the tits out and the talking turkey and the opening credits including porn star wanda lust <laughs> and a man who compiled the music for this named general bastard <laughs> what's his real name I don't know. The internet wouldn't tell me. (laughs) Well, if I wrote the music for this movie, I wouldn't want anyone to know my real name either. Um, I loved the music. I did too. I did too. That was one of my favorite things about it. It was surprisingly really good, actually. I loved it. Yeah. Um, (sighs) I don't even know where to start from the beginning, I guess, maybe. Yes, we have our main four characters. Johnny, who is the most popular boy in school, and the only note I have written about him is Puka Shell Necklace, LOL. <laughs> uh, there's also the fact that he's like 45. but Okay, they all are. We meet true. Darren a little later, and Darren looks like he is about 10 years older than all of them. <laughs> that's true. He's balding. He is very much balding, yeah. 
Um, Billy, who is Johnny's best friend, who looks like Bruce the Moose from Degrassi, and I'm kind of here for it. Oh, I did He also kind of looks like my cousin Dwayne. <laughs> and yeah. I love the way you said your cousin's name. My cousin okay. Dwayne. <laughs> you got this real guy is kind of like my cousin Dwayne, and that was his accent. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. I want to meet your cousin Dwayne now. Okay, no, go. <laughs> we start the movie with Billy flashing his flabby tits at Allie and Kristen mm-hmm. in hopes of Allie flashing her tits back. And she does through a bra, which if, she's, if you're supposed to be saying how slutty she is, and we've already seen tits. Yeah. She tits, Allie. Um, Thank you for not showing your tits, Allie. I agree that makes more sense, but I didn't need more tits in my face. <laughs> Allie is probably the worst actor in this movie, and I found her delightful. Yes. She was very fun, and basically she was the character that this movie needed, I think, because it was such a shit show, um, and it needed a shit show character. And yes, she's a terrible actor, probably the worst out of all of them. I think maybe it's a little debatable between a couple of the main ones, but no, yeah, she's probably the worst. Um, her character is also written as just like ridiculously dumb yeah they're going on a road trip and the car starts pouring smoke and they're like yeah probably overheated and she's like i think it has a flat tire (laughs) yeah like it's dumb to a new level like dumb to the level where you feel bad for her a little bit but also she's doing fine she is my favorite in this entire movie (laughs) oh she almost was mine too but I had so much fun with her. She was great, yeah. Well, you want to talk about my least favorite? Is it Kristen? Absolutely. She's such a wet blanket. Oh and God. all the other ones are fun in some way. Mm-hmm. Even Johnny, whose entire funness is just that he is so sincere all the time, but bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kristen is such a downer on the entirety of everything. Yep. And she's coming hard with the real believable college insults, like your legs are harder to shut than the John Benet Ramsey case. <laughs> which Her only joke repeated multiple constantly. times, which isn't a good joke in general because you, it's not interchangeable. You do not shut a case; you close it. <laughs> that did I didn't even catch that. I just went, okay, cool, good for you. And the fact that they reacted like it was the best joke they've ever heard in their entire lives. I was just like, you don't even understand this joke. Shut up. Maybe Darren does. You two don't understand this joke. You don't even get it. At least Billy doesn't. Come on. <laughs> like, no. he might not have been alley dumb, but he wasn't exactly smart. <laughs> no, I, I respect that she was playing a trope. It's just the trope she was playing wasn't as fun as the other tropes. Yeah, I agree. And as far as insults, Billy tossing around the F word constantly. Mm-hmm was more believable of a college insult than dishing hard about John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, I agree. And they really try and play up the romance between Johnny and Kristen. I don't buy it. <sighs> Me neither. At all. No. And not in a fun way. I'm just looking at it like, wait, so the hot dumb one is not what you're going for. You're going for little Miss John Benet. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Well, 
I was surprised because at the start of it, you can't really, at least I couldn't really tell, maybe because I was just so, so shocked with what the hell I was watching, but I couldn't really tell if Johnny was flirting with Kristen or if he was flirting with Allie or what the fuck he wanted. But then yeah, I... they went so hard with the Kristen thing eventually. And I was just like, why? I don't get it. Where did this even come from? Especially because at the beginning of the movie, they really made it seem like Allie was his girlfriend. And then yeah. they stopped. Yep. Well, I did appreciate Kristen for one thing, though. She had my favorite line. Oh, okay. Which one? In the boob flashing scene. Mm. Allie pulls her shirt back up at uh, Billy and Johnny. And Kristen goes, put your shirt down, honey. It's Thanksgiving, not titsgiving. <laughs> yeah well I feel like she had the chance at the beginning of the movie I thought she was gonna be better like that she was supposed to be the one that was like a little more careful and wanted to make sure that they weren't doing anything stupid and that kind of stuff you know and I was fully supportive of it until it just wouldn't stop and she wouldn't shut the fuck up and then it just got real annoying and then they never fixed it yeah exactly uh darren is the last of our core five um he's supposed to be super gross and pathetic and he does both of them really well to an insane degree (laughs) he does yeah (sighs) he was such a weird like he took the weird kid at school to a whole new level and i really enjoy and we will get into it a little bit more later, but I really enjoyed that he and Billy were like such good friends that he stands up for, uh, Billy stands up for Darren to Johnny. Like, it's cool. He's with me. And I love that because it's so unexpected of Billy. And even though Billy treats him kind of like shit, the whole rest of the movie, pretty much. Um, I still love that. He was like, no, yeah, he's coming with us. So did I, uh, their friendship was fun, and I mean, we'll get into it a little more later, but Darren opening up in the truck that he plans to have sex with another person in the truck and not just his hand uh-huh. was pathetic <laughs> and hilarious, and based on how their friendship progresses a little later, um, <laughs> not exactly what I expected. Well, I love that Darren's whole thing is that he's going to be the one, I believe he says, to be doing all the sexin or to be doing the sexin. Um, but he says, and it's going to be with one of you. And yeah. he doesn't just say to the girls, he says to one of you four. And I was uh-huh. very surprised at that. And then it makes perfect sense later it on. It really does. And I can't wait to talk about it more. Um, yeah. Um, we also meet Kristen's parents, uh, Sheriff Roud and his wife, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheryl brews a pot of coffee over her feces to signify to her husband that she wants a divorce. So disgusting. And it made me laugh out loud. <laughs> of course it did. It his made me- accent is awful. The scene is awful, but it was so unexpectedly funny. A part of me wanted to laugh so hard at that. A part of me wanted to say, "How dare you do that to the coffee? Do not fuck with the coffee, lady. You could have shut in his breakfast for all I care, but not in his coffee." <laughs> Sheriff, well, his coffee tastes like shit. It's like it is shit. I brewed it. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, she was funny, and I'm kind of sad that we didn't see more of her. But Sheriff Roud is my favorite character. <laughs> he oh, was which version? Oh, we'll get well, there. We'll, yeah, uh, it's so such a stupid movie. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I loved him. He was so 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 stupid, and I enjoyed every bit of it like constantly um and i am gonna jump to this scene for a second because at some point and we haven't talked about the turkey too much yet but turkey comes to the door um dressed up in a disguise i guess um yeah fake wire rim glasses with a giant fake nose and mustache and eyebrows Mm -hmm. to to be what a high school student why not college Uh, oh college right but yeah um sheriff rod falls for it um and lets him in and they sit there and they have coffee and they have kind of polite conversation and he fully believes that turkey is a friend of his daughters of Kristen's, and um so he's just sitting there talking to him and at some point (laughs) turkey says that he's 510 years old because sheriff route asks him like how old he is because he shouldn't be saying fucked i believe is the word right Oh, no, fucking. I'm going to say it. Okay. He said fuck, and he was asked how old he was, and it was like, what, you don't think midgets can say fuck? It's <laughs> like, I wasn't worried about the size of the fuck. I was worried about the age of the fuck. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> but Sheriff Rod's reaction to finding out that he's 510 years old isn't anything weirded out about how, what the fuck are you talking about? It is, fuck it then, I guess you can say it. And that's my favorite line of the whole movie. Yeah. I don't know why Turkey didn't want to kill the sheriff there, though, because he was about to leave. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, but Turkey is not exactly hesitant to kill anyone. No, he's not. He loved him, too, like I did. How can you not love Sheriff Rowd? Oh, <laughs> well, apparently his ex-wife didn't. <laughs> well, she's just but, wrong. Uh <sighs> We have, of course, seen Turkey kill people. He starts with Flashy the dog. Mm. There is an old hermit with a dog. And I know you are a big dog lover. So the second I saw the dog, I'm like, oh, God, this is an indie film. Mm -hmm. The dog could actually die. Please kill the dog. Oh, my God. It's going to be so great if he kills the dog. (sighs) They always kill the dog. It doesn't even matter what the movie is. Anytime they show me a dog in a movie, I'm like, man, I should stop watching this now because that dog is not going to live. <laughs> it's such a rarity. But I knew yes, it was coming but- at least, so I was prepared for it. And that beautiful, beautiful dog, Flashy, didn't deserve that death. He's such a cute dog. Yeah. But he pisses on the turkey's grave. Yep. So he has to die. Mm-hmm. And... When Oscar goes looking for him, he finds Turkey with him, hmm. and Turkey gives the worst pun in the entire movie. Your dog had an accident. <laughs> that was great. I don't know what you're talking about. It was great. <laughs> it was the worst pun in the world, but also Oscar is surprisingly chill about a talking Turkey telling him about his injured dog. Yep. And. It's kind of reminding me of Bob's Burgers when Bob was like, what are you doing in this grocery store? We're just like, what kind of accident did my dog have you talking turkey that is normal to me for some reason? 
I just, I want to know where the hell this is that everybody is the dumbest person in the world. Like, just when you think one person is the stupidest person, like Allie, everybody else almost outdumbs her. I mean, okay, she doesn't know basic things, but the rest of these people are also so stupid. They're, like, uh, the dumbest. <laughs> apparently, it was called Crawberg. And we know that because after the oh, car breaks right. down, mm -hmm. Darren tells them a story and he says, it's time for me to fill you in on one of the most notorious moments in Pilgrim history. Mm -hmm. Not to get depressing, but even if this story were 100% canonical, I don't think it would have even broken the top 20 of <laughs> notorious events in Pilgrim history. Like, white people did a lot of really bad stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that is the history of the world. White people did a really a lot of really bad stuff. Period. Hey, <laughs> other people did bad stuff too. We're just really good at it. Oh wow, that's the most American thing I've ever heard you say. During the story, <laughs> they find out that a pilgrim called Langston did a lot of really bad things, mm -hmm. and Johnny says Langston's my last name, and Darren responds, "I know. I've never thought about it before, but he's probably one of your ancestors." <laughs> I thought for sure Darren was like working with the turkey in some way um... because that exposition was so clunky and awful. It's like that has to be some kind of a clue to something, but it wasn't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they find out about the, well, none of them believe the turkey story. Even Darren doesn't believe the turkey story. But no. then Kristen goes to call his dad, her dad, to let her let him know that the car. Wow, pronouns are a bitch. Um, to let Sheriff Rao know that their car broke down and they're they're gonna drive out the immediately the next morning. Um. And so she has to step away because she doesn't have service. And so while after he she talks to Daddy, um, Turkey shows up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Her conversation with the dad is so fucked, though, because earlier in the movie, she says she'll go to a policeman's ball with him that night. Mm -hmm. Then she says, oh, well, I'll be there tomorrow in time for the policeman's ball. <laughs> and then tomorrow, Turkey is at his house, and it's very late at night and dark, and he still hasn't left for the policeman's ball, so what time is this thing <laughs> happening? What day is this thing happening? Yeah. Uh, whenever is convenient for the movie, obviously. Tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but the entire story of Turkey is that he was created... By an oppressed Native American doing a ritual to get revenge on the white invaders. Mm. And somehow this Native American ritual created a turkey who talks like he's from Venice Beach. <laughs> and Makes the sense. timeline is completely fucked. Because when Darren is telling the story, he says that turkey won't rise till after midnight because he only rises every 505 years. Mm. But turkey's already up because he already killed oh, the dog. Yeah. That's true. Is it like a daylight savings time thing? But even then, <laughs> if it was first around in 1621 and it later tells dad that he's 510 years old, then it, he wouldn't have arisen again until like 2126. Is this movie in the future? <laughs> You're thinking way too hard about this movie. I know. Uh, but, but also, Darren is the one telling us the story, and Darren is a moron, too. I know he's supposed to be the smart one of the group, but that's not saying much. 
So he Mm -hmm. probably has no idea what the hell he's talking about anyway. (laughs) True. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to skip a scene, and I don't remember if it happens before or after Cherokee gets to the group when they're camping out at night and um, Kristen first has her encounter with him. Um, I think it's before, but it might be after. I don't think it makes too much of a difference. But Turkey is trying to hitch a ride. I think it's before that, right? No, that's after. Is it after? It's completely after. Oh, shit. Okay. I'll wait on it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Turkey menaces Kristen in the forest and lets her get away for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, he's weird like that. Uh (laughs) When she gets back, they don't believe her at all. And then he throws a bunny into the fire. (laughs) And it's a great moment for all of our assholes because Allie says oh look it's a baby bunny do you think he's okay (laughs) and then Darren looks at the bunny and says it was not opened by a beak a turkey beak (laughs) how does he know exactly what kind of beak not an animal open it's like are you like an expert of Beak marks. You know what? I'm now I'm with you. Maybe Darren was conspiring with the turkey. Maybe he was like the entire time. That's what he his whole thing was that he was working for Turkey. Yeah, maybe he just got the timeline wrong due to daylight savings being a white invention. Maybe. See, it all makes sense now. Uh, I think Johnny's reaction to the turkey is my favorite. I believe it's Johnny where he says, "This is like it, this kind of thing just happens." when you're out in the forest or wherever they are. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, rabbits just fly into open flames in the forest. Sure. Yeah. That's normal. That happens all the time. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, I've never gone camping. Maybe it does. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. They all end up leaving in the morning after finding out that Oscar has protected them at night. Not enough to stop Turkey from sitting on Billy's chest and shitting on him. <laughs> But enough to keep them all alive. Maybe he was just having fun with that. It was just like, mm, he's just taking a shit. It's fine. The kid will be fine. Let's just let him do it. Yeah. But they manage to get out. Mm-hmm. And Turkey tries to follow them. And that is where you wanted to. I didn't even have a big thing to say about it. But yes, he's trying to hitch a ride. And somebody shows up and is picking Turkey up. And I wrote him down as the turkey fucker. Um, uh-huh. which I think okay. was great. He wasn't just the turkey fucker, though, because mm. he offered ass as an option, but he also suggested that the turkey could buy him gas or marijuana instead. Mm-hmm. Are animals regularly able to talk in this universe? <laughs> like, is it reasonable that non-evil possessed turkeys can hitchhike and make sexual and or monetary deals with people? <laughs> because this guy seems really comfortable like this is just every day that just turkeys get in his car and he's like do you want to suck my dick or do you want to buy me weed (laughs) yeah well i i think that also was the only scene in which where like turkey is killing someone and it's truly evil because he makes the guy call his daughter and as the guy is telling his daughter that he loves her and he'll be home soon blah 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 turkey kills him So his daughter has to listen to that happen. And I don't think any other time was done as evilly, at least if my memory is serving correctly. Every other time was just, he was just killing them. This time it was just like, I want your daughter to listen to you die. 
Well, technically him killing Allie was the most evil. Oh. God, that was... (laughs) We'll get there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just at a loss for words. But yes, he gets... He kills the guy and takes his car, right? That's how he... Yes. Because he can drive. Why not? Because he has long legs. Yeah. Long turkey legs. Fine. Maybe he's using his dick. Um... Oh, God. <laughs> uh, this movie requires well, me to say things like that. He wasn't using his dick because we find out later that it's extra small. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie requires me to say things like that as well. <laughs> um, Johnny drops all of them off at their family's houses, and Johnny's parent scenes were so hilariously they, awful. Oh, they were so good. <laughs> There's so much forced emotion, mm-hmm. and they're so cheesy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that his dad hasn't forgiven him for getting injured, and therefore being, I don't know what football thing he does i'm gonna say backup quarterback second string yeah yeah (laughs) it's like he got injured it's not like he decided to quit football i mean not that that would be a good reason for your dad to like never speak to you again either but it makes a little more sense than i got injured it wasn't my fault you know but he won't speak to him and it's beautiful Yeah, he literally will not speak to him so much that he has to leave the house because he can't even look at him. Yep. And Johnny decides, I'll just lie to him and tell him that I'm back on the football team. And they have a wonderful, beautiful reconciliation. And then Turkey pops out, decapitates him, and he gets to die happy. Yeah, that's one way to look at it. Uh, Billy runs and Turkey lets him for some reason, even though the Langstons are who Turkey is specifically out to kill. Mm. Yeah, it, and it, it makes no sense ever. It makes sense that he would go after the dad because it has to be his bloodline. Right. Because of the last name. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense of why he lets Billy go. Johnny. But- but yes. Oh, yeah, Johnny, whatever. Names. <laughs> uh, I have the wrong name written down, whatever. <laughs> They're so close. Give them a new name. Uh, you um, know what? I think their names should have been switched anyway. I constantly kept thinking that, that Johnny should have been named Billy the whole time. I don't know why. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Johnny runs into the house to get his mom, and her corpse is standing at the door. Her eyes are gnawed out. Mm-hmm. She's covered in blood, and it's uncharacteristically really good. Mm-hmm. It really is. I don't understand why she didn't scream or nothing, but <laughs> it was actually a good-looking special effect. It is. It was, yeah. The only one in the entire movie, probably. <laughs> yeah. And it's completely ruined by it cutting to Johnny in the car crying <laughs> about his parents being murdered. And he yells, why, God, why? No more pumpkin pie. <laughs> yeah, no more cranberry sauce, just turkey. Fucking turkey. That's the whole quote. That was almost my favorite one. I love that he's not crying for his parents. He's crying that he can't have these different types of food anymore. He's just left with fucking turkey. Yes. So good. (laughs) And they decide because they're all morons. Johnny goes to pick up everyone else in the group. And instead of, you know, going to pick up Allie as well, they are all sitting outside of the car trying to call her on the phone. Yeah. 
I mean, because it's not like there's an evil murder turkey roaming the streets. It's not like time is of the essence. So they're just sitting there talking, trying to call her, going, well, why isn't she answering the phone? Well, she's probably dead. <laughs> they didn't, none of them really liked her anyway, but um, I'm surprised that at least Johnny wasn't like, nope, see, now I did it. That Billy wasn't like, no, well, let's go. Why are we just sitting here? Let's go get her. Because yeah, the girl I like, yeah, maybe not even like, but like the girl I want to bone. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. he thought he was getting close to doing it, he says so later. So I'm surprised he didn't try to get them on that immediately. Uh, yeah, but she falls victim to the you know trope of all the sex positive girls in horror movies being murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, Turkey finds her getting taken from behind by a guy that she was with. <laughs> And decides to murder that guy and take over. Oh, it's the Ugh, okay. Didn't I, love it. I thought I thought we had seen the weirdest rape scene ever already. Yeah, but I think it might have been weirder this time. <laughs> I didn't love the scene itself, but I found the after jokes almost worth it. Damn, um, honey, that one. <laughs> No, uh, when they get there, after the turkey has already humped and dumped, (laughs) Mm -hmm. the turkey leaves a calling card on her corpse. A glittery turkey feather? I don't know why it's glittering. (laughs) And the wrapper for an extra small gravy flavored (laughs) condom. And that's a surprise on multiple levels, because... On one hand, I'm surprised the murder turkey would care about leaving DNA on the girl he was about to rape and murder. Mm -hmm. But if she is such a slut, which they constantly say in the show, and he is extra small, Mm -hmm. you can't have gotten much out of that encounter. No. Yeah. But you know what they say? It's not the size. It's what you do with it. You know, the guys with small dicks say that. Um, I do enjoy (laughs) that he says, damn, honey, you just got stuffed. It's so stupid. It is the stupidest line. It's no, it's one of the stupidest lines. There's so many stupid lines in this movie, but it's just so bad. And I enjoyed it so much. They're sitting outside of Allie's house, upset that she's dead, or at least upset that the turkey has won. Mm-hmm. And they were all looking at Darren for answers because he's the one who knew the story of the murder turkey to begin with. Mm-hmm. And Taryn yells, I don't know how to kill this turkey. I mean, hell, he survived everything we've thrown at him. <laughs> and Johnny, in a very, very strange voice, goes, no, we haven't done anything to stop him yet. <laughs> and Darren goes, oh, yeah, well, there's only one way to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying, though, is Darren is supposed to be the smart one, and he's an idiot, too, and it's so great. And it's lines like that written that way that make me think this couldn't just be somebody did a really bad job. Somebody had to have, like, been going for this. Yeah, absolutely. It can't be that somebody is just really fucked up at writing and and uh, producing a movie. Somebody had to have went, this is going to be funny. Mm-hmm. And just put all of it into that. Yeah, it. I'm hoping that's what it was. I really hope that they didn't think that they were writing good, strong lines, you know, or that they had good acting in this movie. Cause it, I know Allie was the worst one or the actress that played Allie was the worst, but they were all shitty actors. They were in very different ways. Yeah. Uh, 
Are, are we getting to the other Sheriff Round part? Uh, we are. But I want to know, of course, because when Turkey shows up, Sheriff assumes that he is a midget friend of Kristen's <laughs> that is dressed as a turkey. Because mm. due to this policeman's ball, Sheriff Rowd is also dressed as a turkey. <laughs> and his turkey costume is definitely a dress, right? It's strapless <laughs> and it hugs his bosom. Yep. Yep. But Turkey is wearing the glasses, nose, mustache disguise. Where'd he get it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, just walked into a store. But, you know, yeah. they have coffee or tea or something together. Coffee with hazelnut nice creamer. God, come uh-huh. on. <laughs> uh. I have no idea why Turkey didn't want to kill him and just was like, oh, well, I'll just leave if Kristen's not here. Why? Yeah. You know, the goal was to kill all white men, maybe especially certain white men, mm-hmm. but all of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he doesn't actually do it until the sheriff calls him a, what, strange little goose? I think so, yeah. <laughs> and you don't call that motherfucker a goose. <laughs> you him. So he murders the sheriff. <laughs> oh, I was really hoping that the sheriff was going to continue li- living, but I'm enjo- I enjoyed very much that that's how he killed him. And everything that followed was also great having to do with Sheriff Rout's death. Uh You mean the parts where Turkey sawed off the Sheriff's face (laughs) and sewed it together around his own face? Yes. My favorite part. He looked like a Swedish chef. (laughs) Oh, he did. (laughs) But, okay, my concern was he, he, like, shaved off all of his face. And then it's teeny tiny itty bitty baby face for a turkey. But it has all of the parts, kind of. I mean, they don't look normal, but it has all of the parts. So I was just like, I guess maybe he just cut off the parts that he didn't need it to make it smaller. But in my mind, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, he just did a perfect cut of the sheriff's face and then stuck it to his face. But now it has shrunk somehow. That's what I imagined it as because that's what this movie was. You know, they were like, no, it's fine. It makes sense. It's small now. It's not a big deal. But then they fall for it. All of them fall for it. Mm -hmm. They're driving back to her father's house because, you know, the library is closed and he has a lot of books. And obviously one of them is going to tell them how to kill the turkey. Of course. Yeah. And they're driving back up and she's trying to tell Johnny which house is hers. And he says, I remember which house is yours. I dropped you off last night. However, she doesn't remember that her father isn't a turkey with a human face. <laughs> and I gave her a little too much credit because when they went into the place where the books are, I believe the garage, mm-hmm. she won't tell him what they're looking for. He asks, what, what are you looking for a book on? And she says, oh, I got poison ivy. And I'm like, oh my God, did she figure it out? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it was just, oh, daddy won't believe us about the turkey. So I didn't tell him. Yeah. Oh, I also enjoyed that she asks Turkey Dad to show them to the garage, which why would you need your dad to show you to the garage anyway? You could just be like, yeah, we're just going to go there, you know, but she asks him to and Turkey is just like, oh, and where is that? And her response is, oh, dad, you and your rapidly fading memory. And I'm like, what? What? Why? What? (laughs) 
in at the time so uh-huh. that she is what I thought was lying to Turkey Dad mm-hmm. and kind of throwing him off the scent, she says, I'd die if it wasn't for you. And oh. he responds, more like, you will die if it was for me. <laughs> and she's like, what? Nothing. <laughs> like, that's the dumbest line in the world. And I loved it so much. <laughs> well, my favorite thing about it, this is, is that every time we come up, we like say another line from the movie. We're like, that was the dumbest line. And it, that's that's the movie. It is dumb line after dumb line after dumb line. And they're so fucking good. <laughs> Yeah, and I, he's got the Ash Williams punnery problem where he can't <laughs> resist doing a pun even in a situation where it will hurt him. Yeah, you know what? You you brought up Ash and I want... um Okay, there's multiple of these movies, right? At least two? There are two. Okay. And a musical adaptation. Of course, why the fuck not? And even more for that reason, I want Ash to burst through the door in the next one. I just want him to come and save all these people's lives. Or, you know, those of these people who survive. You have ruined me. I want Ash in more things now. Do you remember when I said Uh, Ash is the most useless motherfucker ever? (laughs) I want Ash in everything. Bet you do. <laughs> I do. I'm not joking. <laughs> I will take today Bruce Campbell, and he's so old. Oh, God. You do love old men. Um, uh, I only love old men who look like Mitt Romney. <laughs> oh, God. Whole they other podcast. Mitt Romney, but oh. they look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. Um, uh, they're searching for the book, though. They're in the garage. They're searching for the book. And my favorite thing that happens there is that Billy gets frustrated and throws the book. And then later, when they finally do find the book, like he's he's been just so pissed off, Billy has, that he's like, oh, finally, that took forever. And Kristen's like, that took five minutes. <laughs> like, yes, thank yeah. you. I love that. That it's not supposed to be two hours later or whatever. It was just five minutes. Well, Pretty much, you can tell whether a book is or isn't about interdimensional space turkeys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some things just clearly aren't. <laughs> but they're doing mm-hmm. a Scooby-Doo logic, so Billy gets hungry yeah. and decides to go to the kitchen for a snack. Mm-hmm. And they find out that Dad is dead and the turkey, ta-da, is wearing Dad's <laughs> human face. Um, I was proud of Billy in that moment because they found out from the book that they had to remove Turkey's talisman. Mm. And unlike everybody else who does nothing, he's just like, fuck it, it's just a turkey. And he headlocks it (laughs) out of the talisman. Yep. And the problem with that, though, is that he doesn't hold on tight enough. Turkey gets away. And he goes, all that work for nothing. What do you mean all that work? (laughs) Well, hey, if five minutes of searching for a book was too much, yeah, that was a lot of work. Everybody's reaction to people's deaths, with one exception, is so, like, nonchalant. Because Kristen has a moment of, like, Daddy, no, or whatever. And then immediately, pretty much after, is flirting with Johnny. Like she didn't just see her dad's corpse laying there, faceless, you know? And Mm. it was not even five minutes after that, I'm not kidding, that she was just like, oh, 
I don't know if that was immediately after, but she says something like, you could be my quarterback any day to Johnny. And I was just like, ew, no, that was an awful line. And also, your dad is dead. <laughs> and then again, I Johnny didn't actually, give a shit either. Mm-hmm. We spent so long in this movie focused on Johnny's football thing that I was assuming that they were going to beat Turkey by like him throwing someone the talisman in like a sick pass. <laughs> And I was actually annoyed that they focused so hard on it and that it never factored into the resolution of the story. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that, but that would have been pretty cool if they did do that because it was it was his whole thing and he ended up lying to his dad about it. And so it would have been nice for him to actually be like, hey, I'm an amazing footballer person guy. But they didn't get it. It would have been appropriately cheesy for the movie too, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, once Turkey gets away, Billy has, like, a moment where he's just like, fuck this, and they tell him to just go outside. Smart, right? You know, fridge full of fucking food. Go outside. You'll be fine. The thing is, this is a real horror movie trope that people do even when they know to stick together in much better movies than this. Mm -hmm. So I don't even blame them for doing it here. (laughs) That's true. But um, he ate a ghost turkey. <clears throat> yes, he did. And Turkey pulled the chestbuster xenomorph out of his chest <laughs> to deliver the tagline of "Gobble gobble, motherfucker." <laughs> Billy is still alive somehow. Yeah, he's alive for a really long time. Actually, like he's just dying forever in that scene. But that was the only time anybody actually mourns someone's death. And I, at first I was like, Oh, Darren is more. Oh, I know where I skipped a little bit ahead probably, but for the record, that's not true because Oscar. So that's true. My bad. Yes. That was, that was very, very important to me, but okay. The only time a human life is mourned over properly, except I thought it was. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. He's actually like, sad about it and taking a minute to do this and then it went on for too many minutes and I was like okay I'm 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 done and then the best thing in the movie happened did it <sighs> the bad 80s ballad I swear that's what it was called it, too it is yeah <laughs> it's literally called that on the yeah. uh, soundtrack yeah. it is a flashback scene of all of Darren's good times with Billy that I 100% believe did not happen yeah no he made them up obviously <laughs> I feel like they probably got ice cream together at some time and he had this big crush. He's like, and then he fed me ice cream. It's like, no, he got you a spoon. <laughs> yeah. Or more accurately, it's fucking Billy. He probably stole the ice cream for him from him or something. Um, yeah. But yeah, he made it all up and it was awful and amazing. And I loved it. It was my, I, it, the movie could have ended there. I was good. I didn't care if Turkey kept living or died or whatever. It was it's wonderful so and good. hilarious. Yeah. And in the musical, it is actually a gay thing between the two of them. Aww. As referenced in the songs Man Love and Man Love 2. <laughs> Beautiful. Now I, I didn't say it was that. creative. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't expect it to. Oh, now I gotta look it up. So thanks for that. Um, you should. I, I thought um, I was done with this movie, but damn it. As Philly is being killed, the other three are looking through the book, and Darren finds that uh, Turkey, most of the time, is in his teepee. Mm. And 
if it's not in its teepee, it's killing one of your friends. <laughs> Which is very specific. Yep. Helpful if they had just gotten there a little sooner. <laughs> they find... Oh, go ahead. Because I might be yeah, jumping they do ahead. find the teepee. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's what's happening in the teepee? It's the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, easy to find, not difficult, and barely an inconvenience. I shit, I almost ruined that. <laughs> um, well, I don't remember his name, otherwise I'd give him credit for that. But you know, the Brian guy that's the one. Yes, I love him. Um, so I. I know, and I'm so glad you introduced me to him. Um, but yes, they find Turkey, and he's making a salad. And I love yeah, that. He's tossing a salad and not in the way you would assume based on the entire <laughs> rest of this movie. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I missed that opportunity. I'm glad you took it. Um, but yes, he is trying to be healthy. Damn it. You can eat humans all the time, but you got to balance it out with a little salad. You just have to. Um, I don't think it eats humans, though. I think it's a fully murderous being and it probably just eats salad oh i like that better it's vegan or you know a turkey because turkeys i'm sure in real life don't eat i mean they obviously don't eat human being they what uh i and i think i just called it a human being i hope they don't do that (laughs) (laughs) but they find turkey's teepee set up on the side of the road and instead of you know planning in the car or sneaking up on him they drive right up to it with their headlights on and stand mm-hmm. outside whispering about what their plan is mm-hmm. <laughs> um johnny has magic pockets that have everything they decide they need in them mm-hmm. except that rope is a shoestring it is it's the it's like the i was worst like rope. yeah i'm like what is this rope why what do you think this is going to do for you <laughs> but they use it it kind of works no it doesn't at all and one of the best quotes, one of the most pathetic quotes that reminds me of poor dead Billy. Mm-hmm. They catch Turkey based on their great plan of two of them distracting him and one of them busting <laughs> in through the back and wrapping him up in their shoestring rope. Mm-hmm. And Taryn yells, looks like I've got something you don't got, Turkey. And he responds, what's that, Taryn? A vagina? <laughs> it's the worst thing and it was so great like throughout all of this movie turkey is basically killjoy the clown from the movie killjoy (laughs) which i also haven't seen (laughs) oh i guess not also i've seen thanks killing now wow i can say that um you're welcome yeah i don't know what my life is anymore but um turkey gets away even with the shoestring doesn't he doesn't he, like, fly off and get the shoestring off of him for, like, a second? Yes, he manages to run, but, of course, their hobo friend is mm-hmm. there to protect them and shoot Turkey mm-hmm. into a radioactive waste dump that's just sitting on the side of the road like they always are, unlocked and open. Yeah, of course, that's normal. A couple of things happens with that. First, me yelling at them about how don't be stupid. You literally read in the book that it said you have to burn turkey at a stake to actually kill it. You okay, fucking but he looked stupid, pretty dead. Fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. Uh, but also, a thing happens where um, Johnny, I want to make sure I was saying the right name, says about uh, Oscar the Hermit, he says, 
he fucking kind of creeps me out. And anytime somebody says words in like a reverse order or says something that's pretty normal, but in a kind of special way, because I don't know, not a lot of people say he fucking kind of, you would say he kind of fucking creeps me out, right? Like that sounds a little more normal. Yeah. And it's the tiniest thing, but I think it was building up to this. He reminds me, especially in that scene, but also throughout the movie of Mike from Until Dawn. Especially with that line. Because he is a very generic, thinks he's a badass, but is actually kind of awful at things, but also kind of is a badass guy. (laughs) Mike is. so, And he has a very special way of speaking. So when I heard that line, I was just like, oh, God, yeah, that that's who you remind me of. That's that's the person. Um, but it was all four of them are standing around mm-hmm. the toxic waste dumpsters trying to decide if Turkey is dead or not. Mm-hmm. And they decide he is. And the hermit gives them a little pep talk about his, how his dog and his wife died. Mm-hmm. He says, one of these days, you kids might feel what I feel when losing somebody you love, like your mother or your father or your <laughs> best friend. <laughs> and their faces all just kind of fall. And he goes, then he just leaves. Yeah, that's it. That was that was a speech. It was so great. It was. But see, and then after that whole thing, you would think they'd be like, "Oh my god, that's true. We just lost everybody." But then they're just like, "Hey, how about we go back to Kristen's and watch a movie?" And they're like, "Yeah, let's okay. go watch a movie." Isn't her father's corpse just still? Yep. There. <laughs> yep. Has to be because they probably had to make that popcorn next to her faceless oh. father's. Corpse. Oh god. It's fine though, cause movie night. Yeah, let's rock this movie. My, yeah. my my favorite thing is that Johnny says let's rock this movie, and Darren says I want to watch it. And it's like, what did you think Johnny meant by let's rock this movie? That's like, it's like he specifies like, no, I don't want to rock anything. I want to watch the movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And they've been setting up through this through like little. 20 second romance scenes that Kristen and Johnny are gonna fall in love mm-hmm. and they're all three cuddling really close on the couch and yes I do mean all three and no she's not in the middle nope and Johnny looks at Kristen with what I can only assume we're supposed to be hard eyes and says you know in a way I'm actually glad this happened <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh god screwed <laughs> He's so uncool and not at all smooth, though, when asking Kristen out. And then he has the nerdiest little celebration when she agrees, like, to be his girlfriend or whatever. She's like, she's going to go out with me. She's going to go out with me. She's like, okay, wait, I thought you were, like, the most popular cool guy in school. What the hell is this reaction? Yeah. But then they well, start he's making only second out. string now. That's true. He's not as popular anymore. Okay, they don't just start making out yeah. though, because a zipper is pulled down. Yeah. At which point, Darren decides to give them some privacy, so it must have been her zipper. <laughs> and he goes to the kitchen to get a snack, and Turkey is there, glowing green from radioactive waste. Of course. And we get the squeakiest special effects. Because he is pulled down and Turkey gives him a particularly violent French kiss, Mm -hmm. beaks his tongue and pulls it until it stretches and starts pulling apart. It was so good. It's so squicky. I loved it. Yeah, it was so hard to watch, which is a compliment. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was actually... It was one of the better things that they did in this movie as far as special effects go. Yeah. And, of course, they don't realize he's gone for a ridiculous amount of time. And they don't hear him screaming because, you know, maybe Johnny's really good at what he does. So... (laughs) Which was a missed opportunity to have him trying to scream and choking on his own blood and then have the sounds in the background be like, ah, ah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because, again, the movie starts with a tit in your face. Someone gets raped by a turkey. That happens. And they never, like, Allie's tits never show up. She's never fully naked when she's getting boned. Um, we, like, we hear the zipper, but nothing gets shown. And I was really surprised because I'm like, is this seriously the same movie that we started with pilgrim tits like it didn't make any sense that these are actual normal people that they hired Mm. and she is a professional porn porn star that's true so so she was like here are my tits and that's all you're ever gonna see and it's good enough (laughs) yeah um though later they do wake up and Johnny realizes that Darren has been gone for a very long time. Mm. And then he hears a turkey gobble, kind of. (laughs) Uh So he goes to the kitchen to look for him and is stabbed by an electric turkey slicer, (laughs) which was not as good of a special effect, but it was a really funny joke to make. It was, yeah. (laughs) And he survives that for a really long time, too. Uh, not that long he survives that for like a minute and a half and he keeps going i'm not gonna make it and she's like kristen's like yes you are you're gonna make it and he's like nah <laughs> yeah he must have been awful in bed yeah he's like i'm good it's fine I yeah just... i'm not fighting for this <laughs> yeah like nobody's gonna be paying for my tuition i'm still stuck at second string and you don't suck dick so <laughs> well but see she is trying to save his life and like drags him to what is it a shed in the backyard or whatever maybe a garage i'm not yeah. sure she's like let's get into this shed it's like what are you gonna do in the shed <laughs> that's where everybody hides it's like you know that commercial where they're like why don't we get in that um car that's already started to get away from like the killer guy i don't know what it's an ad for but and then everyone's like no don't be stupid let's go hide in the in the shed or the garage where there are a bunch yeah. of like knives or something. I don't even know chainsaws, something like that. Yeah, that's what this was for me. It was just like, yes, go hide in the shed. That's perfect. That's a good idea. What could possibly go wrong there? <laughs> yeah, and she finally realizes. Oh well, yeah, we can actually do the set it on fire thing that they thought of twenty minutes ago and didn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So she takes a spray can and a lighter. You know, because Johnny has a lighter. He has everything. Uh, well, they established the lighter earlier on and then just decide they're not going to use it. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of the horror movie rule of choice where everybody always uses the hairspray lighter. <laughs> and she sets it on fire. It doesn't do enough. So she hits it into a wooden <laughs> stake that just happens to be it's in just, her father's backyard. Yeah, why not? and it burns supposedly to death there and you know it's dead because it turns into fried chicken legs you know it's not a turkey leg because it's teeny tiny (laughs) and she eats it 
and it's yeah it's only covered so in good. radioactive yeah. waste and has been alive and uh-huh. probably is covered in billy oh oh gross <laughs> I, it birthed out of his chest it has yeah. billy everywhere yeah oh yeah, but that's okay with her. She's fine with it because Turkey's dead and so is literally everyone else except Oscar the Hermit that she knows or knew. Everyone mm-hmm. else is dead and she just stands there eating the okay chicken wing, whatever it is, and seems to be fine. Like, mm-hmm. it was very... Like, she's a psycho, right? Like, there's something wrong with her, right? Like, she had no problems with her dad being dead i mean she yelled kind of for a second and then it was fine and then she made popcorn next to the corpse and then fucked her new boyfriend in the living room even though you know 15 20 minutes ago her dad died and a little after that one of her friends died and not too long before all of that her other friend had died and all this shit happened but she's psychotic right i mean so is johnny but you know johnny's dead now so (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's something very disconnected in her. Yeah. And of course, we end the film with turkey roasted and on someone's table somehow. <laughs> with both of its legs, even though she ate a leg. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that happens. Me neither. And it comes back to life whilst roasted. Yep. Because why the fuck not end the movie that way? <laughs> I want to tell you some things about this movie, though. Before you judge it. Oh, did I change my rating? Let's see. Go ahead. This movie was made on a budget of $3,500 in 11 days. Wow. Uh, The writer slash director, Jordan Downey, created and sculpted the original turkey puppet in the bathroom of his apartment out of scraps from other special effects (laughs) projects. He was also the voice of Turkey, so it has to be some kind of, like, passion project for him. Yeah. They literally filmed it over their summer break of college. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, see, now I do want to change my rating, and I will tell you what it was and what it is now. Go ahead. It's kind of weirdly beloved after this movie came out, even though it has such a low rating. Mm -hmm. They got $100,000 on Kickstarter to make a sequel, and there's also a musical adaptation that I told you about. That's awesome. I kind of- I don't think I could do better for $3,500. I couldn't do better for more than $3,500. I couldn't do better on a million dollars, I don't think. Um, I guess I could have hired people to do it, but anyway. Um, I actually- thoroughly enjoyed the movie I thought it was awful but I actually really did enjoy the movie I will tell you I probably dropped the rating down mostly because of the tits in my face immediately because I just I'm never gonna be okay with that but that's we're not gonna go into that we've been through that already and killing the dog I know that they were gonna kill the dog I know they always kill the dog but I'm never gonna be okay with them killing the dog (laughs) Um, but never kills the dog (sighs) I love big Hollywood. No. Um, that's not true, though. Sometimes they do. I think there's a Will Smith movie, one of those, like, futuristic movies where his dog dies. Or he, like, has <laughs> to kill the dog or something. Yeah, something really awful happens with a dog with Will Smith. But anyway, um, my point is I did enjoy the movie. I hated the whole rape thing. It was weird, and I didn't – like, it was – I didn't get why they needed to go there, you know? Um mm-hmm. But I enjoyed Turkey and his stupidity and his stupid lines and his awful awfulness. Um, And originally, before you told me all of that, 
I had given it a 53%, which is still for me is pretty high for a movie like this, but I'm going to bump it up a whole 10% and give it 63 as my final, final rating. Because the fact that they were able to do that much and they were just some college kids working off of $3,500, that's huge. It is way better than I expected. And that they came up with these awful lines was really good. And it also kind of explains the shitty acting, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I'm giving it, I didn't give it enough credit, I don't think, in my original rating because I didn't know all that. So 63. Nice. What'd you give it? I think this is a hard one to rate because do you rate it on technical merit or the amount of enjoyment you got out of it? Enjoyment. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, if we're doing technical merit, I'd have to give it, like, maybe a 60 mm-hmm. just based on the fact that the turkey looks like a Muppet and the sound mixing is awful and all, there are a lot of plot holes and inconsistencies that just don't go together. But I enjoyed it in 84. I had a great time and I laughed out loud. (laughs) I don't think it has a lot of rewatch potential. No. Because you already know what's coming. Yeah. Then again, I also enjoy crappy made-for-TV sci-fi like Mega Snakes. So take that high. (laughs) Well, it doesn't have rewatch. Like, I I won't rewatch this. However, what's surprising to me is that I will most likely want to check out the second one and definitely the musical so that's already huge for anyone who wants to check out the second one it's called thanks killing three what (laughs) why (sighs) you'll have to watch it to find out (gasps) maybe next year (laughs) i hate them i hate them so much Maybe next year mm-hmm. we'll get to Thanksgiving 3, but next week we're going to do something a little less insane, <laughs> and we'll be back with our regularly scheduled episode, Home Alone, starring Macaulay Culkin and Daniel Stern. If you want to know when our next bonus episode is, we'd love you to subscribe. Yeah, and check us out on social media. We're on Instagram at Millennials at the Movies, Twitter at Millennials ATM, and my personal Twitter is Ami, that's A-M-I underscore movies. And mine is cantaloupe underscore eyes like the fruit. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.